Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Clean energy strategy has a place for the energy workers right here in Western Pennsylvania. I am not banning fracking. Let no me say more, that. No new fracking. We, we are, we are going to get rid of fossil fuels. But what about stopping fracking and stopping yeah. the Would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in a Biden administration? No, it would be, we would we would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated. But he's absolutely not banning fracking. No, no, no. Middle of the country. Fracking country. Nothing to worry about. Joe Biden is not banning fracking. He has promised us that today. He's in Pittsburgh today with the, in Pittsburgh, you know, steel country. uh, Real America. Pittsburgh is a great city. Great city. I'm going to go there again. My family and I went there a few years ago. And it was really, really fun. Hold on one second. Anson, I'm recording the podcast right now, so I can't talk to you, buddy, okay? Okay, you can listen, though. Sorry, you can listen, though. Okay? Okay. Um, they they just kind of, the kids just kind of cruising in and out of here and to throw the headphones on and they think it's fun and I think that's great. So, um, but yeah, Pittsburgh's a great city. But anyway, today, the Joe Biden got out there. Poll, the polls are... Uh, Poll numbers are tightening, and he got no bump out of his out of the DNC, and there's not a whole lot of excitement around the campaign. There's not a whole lot of excitement around Kamala Harris, and the city's continuing to burn with the encouragement of Democrats, and so we're having uh, – he's had to get out of the basement, get out there, which is good. I mean, if he's going to run, he's going to run. If he's not, he's not. We'll find out whether or not he can keep up with it. He has been, it has been on a daily basis that he seems to get lost, like, as while well, I'm getting lost talking, that he seems to get lost while speaking to people or meanders off or just garbles words. He usually can recover, but I mean, it, it's a little tough to listen to sometimes. COVID has taken this year just since the outbreak, it's taken more than 100 years. Look, here's the lives. It's just, it's when I mean, you think about it, more lives this year than any other year for the past 100 years. Ooh, that's tough stuff. And when he says look because his, he's totally gone down a rabbit hole and he's just spiraling out of control and can't recover his thoughts and he uses look to reset, that's tough. COVID has taken this year just since the outbreak, it's taken more than 100 years. Look, here's the lives. It's just, it's, I mean, you think about it. More lives this year than any other year for the past 100 years. I think we get the gist, but that's, that's not great. 
that's not great. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Kingswood Community Center. Actually, that's the one down I used to work. That's a joke. You didn't know where we were anyway. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's not great either. This has been the last couple of months have not have not been great for him. But he'll get out there. He got out there today and he's doing his best. But it is I was just talking to Michael Graham about this. It's interesting. When I used to be a talk radio producer, I had a folder for Biden gaffes and mess ups, whatever. And it would have all his his gaffes from the 80s and 90s and early 2000s. You know, the stand-up Chuck stuff and four-letter word jobs or three-letter whatever it is. And um, now in just the past five months, I've got a new folder just for that. I mean, he is not – it's not great. We can't rebuild our economy and meet this climate crisis. But why should people want to make a change, though? Well, that's up to them to decide. Why should they? It's for them to decide. We'll make your case. I'm not going to. No, Joe, the point is <laughs> the point is that you're supposed to then give your pitch as to why we should vote for you for president. <sighs> president Trump should stop tweeting and start doing something about it, damn it. And stop going Amen. on and talking about these crazy woman he talked about last night about who's an absolute disgrace saying things and tweeting that anyway it just right we just right. need some intelligence <laughs> good afternoon everyone oh, wait, you already hit that. oh no that's old listen you got to come see us when you come to new york vp biden because i a, will it's a long way until november we got more questions you got more okay. questions but i tell you if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or trump and you ain't black. They don't. All right. Message received. Think about it. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by go. You know the you know the thing. We know the thing. It's old age. We choose science over fiction. We choose truth over facts. <laughs> Look, tomorrow's Superstar Tuesday, and I want to thank you all. I tell you what, I'm rushing ahead, aren't I? Uh... Maybe some music is the way to go. Play the radio. Make sure the television, the, excuse me, make sure you have the record player on at night. So he's has, that, by the way, that's, um, I'm, I've got two songs in my head that are kind of similar. One is Fly Me to the Moon, Fly Me to the Moon. And the other is um, It's Only Love of the Beatles. And that starts for some reason they're both in my mind. I know you didn't come here to hear about that. So today in Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh uh, Vice President Biden talked about. Um, he made it clear his energy policy will not include any uh, huge environmental Green New Dealy issues. With the clean energy strategy, that is a place. For the energy workers right here in Western Pennsylvania, I am not banning fracking. Let me say that again. I am not banning fracking, no matter how many times Donald Trump lies about me. Look, I'm not banning fracking. You understand that? I'm not banning fracking. Look, you ain't black and I'm not banning fracking. No more. No new fracking. We, we are, we are going to get rid of fossil fuels. Like, what about, say, stopping fracking and stopping yeah. pipe? Would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in a Biden administration? No, it would be, we, would, we would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated. Make sure it's eliminated it sounds almost like banning fracking. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, we're going to end fossil fuel, and I am not going to cooperate. He goes all in, man. That is one good thing about him that I've always enjoyed. He goes all in. I ain't kidding. Look. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. Ends. Number one. Three consecutive American presidents have enjoyed stints of explosive economic growth due to a boom in oil and natural gas production. As president, would you be willing to sacrifice some of that growth? even knowing potentially that it could displace thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of blue-collar workers in the interest of transitioning to that greener economy? The answer is yes. The answer is yes. No more, no new fracking. The answer is yes, Pittsburgh. 
Ooh, that's going to be a tough one. Donald Trump was a bullish, bullish always on fossil fuel industry. He deregulated the hell out of the industry. And uh, hydraulic fracking is is really one of the reasons why the economy was uh, through the roof. We were, uh, for the first time, exporting oil. Energy independent. Remember we needed to be energy independent? Democrats told us for years that we needed to be energy independent. We couldn't build nuclear reactors, no way, no, because it would take 10 years to do, she said back in 2007, Nancy Pelosi. But energy independent, we had to be energy independent. That's why we had to invest in solar so that we didn't have to count on countries in the Middle East who were uh, aggressive towards us, who were essentially our enemies and fighting proxy wars with us. Well, we you know, mastered hydraulic fracking and... And um, we became energy independent, and that should be a good thing, right? No, they didn't mean it. Isn't it interesting how the they, they, Democrats just seem to not mean a lot of things that they say? Like abolishing the police. We want to abolish the police. Absolutely. Black Lives Matter says, we want to abolish the police. Absolutely. Then Democrats see the poll numbers, and they say, no, 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 when we say that, we obviously don't mean abolish the police. I don't know where you got that from. That must be lies Donald Trump is saying. We're not saying abolish the police. No, 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 no. What we're saying is reorganizing or restructure. Yes, we're not going to abolish the police whatsoever. Jake Tapper asked Ilhan Omar, one of the squad, about abolishing the police. And you know, unlike uh, moderate Democrats, she tells you the real thing. Let's talk about that um, because you've talked about the dismantling, the need to dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department. What takes its place? Uh, in if you could just decree what takes its place. Who investigates crimes? Who arrests criminals? What, what, what happens? Yeah, so Minneapolis unanimously just voted on a resolution that will engage uh, the community uh, on a one-year process of what happens as we go through the process of dismantling the department and starting anew. A new way forward can't be uh, put in place if we have a department that is having a crisis of credibility, if we have a department that's led by a chief who's suited for racism, if we have a department that hasn't um, solved homicide, half of the homicides in Minneapolis Police Department go unsolved. There have been cases where they've destroyed rape kits. Uh, and so you can't really... They're terrible people and inept and incompetent. Have to dismantle it completely. ...reform um, a department that, that is rotten to, to the root. What you can do is rebuild. Uh, and so this is our opportunity, you know, as a city to come together, have the conversation of what public safety looks like, who enforces the most dangerous crimes that take place in our community. And just like... Can you give us a um, hint right now as to who does that, the most dangerous crimes? Who's going to do that in your city? Who's going to deal with the drugged out, whacked out, huge people who have violent histories? Who's going to deal with that? San Francisco did. Um, right now, they're they're going they're moving towards a process where there is a separation of the kind of uh, crimes that um, solicit the help of you know officers and and the kind of crimes uh, that we should. So if somebody calls and desperately says, "I need you to come here right now," my ex husband or ex boyfriend, whatever. Uh, who uh, has attempted to or has successfully raped me in the past is here to try to kill me. Can uh, Who are they going to send exactly? Which social worker goes to that? When somebody's drugged out and in a violent, uh, violent crime spree, who goes to that exactly, Ilhan? Have someone else respond to. Uh, but just, and so just, just to be clear, really, though, you're not, is, you're not again, saying that, just the that, process that if of going a... through this uh, together. You're, you're, just to be clear, though, you're not saying that there's nothing that takes its place. You're not saying Absolutely that if a woman not. is Absolutely not. I think that's really raped, where there's... the conversation okay. is going wrong because no one is saying that the community is not going... Not exactly a tough question, Jake. You're not saying that nothing takes its place. No, no, absolutely not. Well, then what takes its place, Ilhan? going to be kept safe. No one is saying crimes will not be investigated. No one is saying that we are not going to have proper response when community... Well, you're not saying the crimes won't be investigated. Nothing's going to take its place. But you're not telling us what's going to take its place. So you haven't brought forward the entity that will now occupy the space that the defunded and dismantled police once did.
You're not telling us what that is. Members are in danger. What we are saying is the current infrastructure that exists as policing in our city um, should not exist anymore. And we can't go. That's as far as they thought it through. Just got to go away. Tear it down. That's all we know. We just know that has to be torn down right now. That can't exist anymore. Looks no further than that. They never do. It's, oh man, it's nice being a progressive. About creating a different process with the same infrastructure in place. And so dismantling it and then looking at what funding priorities should look like as we um, uh, reimagine a new way forward uh, is what needs to happen. Bond chance, Minnesota. Oh, somebody, a very astute uh, Republican, has put together a, um, or has put together all these videos of the <laughs> Democrats trying to to spur people into uh, destabilizing the streets. And uh... I just don't even know why there aren't uprisings all over the country. Maybe there will be. People need to start taking to the streets. This is a dictator. You know, there needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there is unrest in our lives. Enemies of the state. Show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. Do something about your dad's immigration practices, you feckless. When they go low, we kick How do you resist the temptation to run up and wring her neck? Biggest terror threat in this country is white men, most of them radicalized right up to the right. I thought he should have punched him in the face. I said, even if you lost, he insulted your wife. Yes. He came down the escalator and called Mexicans rapists and murders. He said, well, what do you think I should have done? I said, I think you should have punched him in the face and then gotten out of the race. You would have been a hero. I'd like to punch him in the face. I said, if we were in high school, I'd take you behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. Punch some people in the face. When was the last time an actor assassinated a president? They're still going to have to go out and put a bullet in Donald Trump. And that's a fact. Look, as his character is stabbed to death. Where is John Wilkes Booth when you need him? I feel it in my fingers. I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. A Missouri state senator is under investigation by the Secret Service after saying she hopes President Trump is assassinated. I will go and take Trump out tonight. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. And sadly, the domestic enemies to our voting system and our honoring our Constitution are, are right at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. They're not going to stop before Election Day in November, and they're not going to stop after Election Day. And that should be, everyone should take note of that on both levels, that this isn't, they're not going to let up, and they should not. If you take me around and now, you ain't saying nothing yet. The party of peace, the Democrats. Remember what this is. Summer of love. Say it again, Jenny. Summer of love. Exactly. There needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there is unrest in our lives. Thank you, Ayanna. By the way, there's another summer of love, a Black Lives Matter guy in Portland. You remember the shooting, what was that, Saturday that it happened? Well, here's Portland, Black Lives Matter, respected speaker. And I got to say, guess us ours is our children, our women, and our family. And I got to say, God damn it, if you kill one of us, it's time for us to kill one of yours. I know everybody don't want to hear that. But damn, why we the ones got to keep burying us? Well, there's only one person. One Trump supporter shot in Portland over the weekend. Shot and killed, right? Getting executed, shot in the head. What are you going to do? Summer of love. Summer of love. Want a good palate cleanse? Listen to this woman named Monique. 
she is um she just became this viral hit and this is her talking about Donald Trump <sighs> take it away Monique is Donald Trump really a racist no I can't say that he is I ain't never heard of him being racist prior to running the pre- running for president. That's just me, though. I mean, because any two ways you look at it, the man won his presidency without the black vote. What he need it for? What he need us for? Tell me what he need me for. He don't need me. But for some reason, he always get up on that stage talking about how low black unemployment is. He don't need to do that. He just do it. Because he legitimately cares. You never heard Obama get on stage talking about black unemployment. He couldn't. Because under his first two years with a Democratic Congress, it doubled. Black unemployment under Barack Obama doubled. How many of y'all know that? It doubled. It literally doubled. It went from 8% to 16%. How you get around that no media say nothing about that? But Donald Trump? Getting it to the lowest has ever been recorded. Like I said, he don't need us. He does not need the black vote. The black vote didn't put him in office. The black vote ain't going to take him out of office. But the fact that he gets up there on them stages every chance he get and tells us how we are doing because we, I ain't going to say that. We too crazy to realize it ourselves. You know what I'm saying? He ain't got to do that. He ain't, he ain't got to get up there when he was running for president. He didn't have to get out there talking about, um, what do you have to lose? Vote for me. He didn't have to do that. But he did. And we grateful that he did. You know, it's some smart folks out there that happen to be darker skinned like me. <laughs> mm-hmm. You just got to find them. See, a lot of them scared to say something because they scared somebody going to say something back to me. I'm a step. What's up? <laughs> you got something said about Donald Trump? What? I ain't got no MAGA hat. My damn no head too damn big to be trying to wear a MAGA hat. So I can't wear no MAGA hat I know where. But I got a MAGA sweater in there that I wear. I wore it to work. Nobody said nothing. I'm a big old bitch. <laughs> oh, they better not say nothing. Oh, Jesus. My goodness. Well, you know, I believe that uh, you ain't black, uh, Monique. That is what I've been told if you're not a Joe Biden fan. That's what I'm told. Over at the White House, Kaylee McEnany takes the normal crap from the gathered White House press corps. You know, they're not bringing their best anymore. The White House press corps is so – it's not that it's it, – I mean, just – oh, the White House press corps, I've got to say, the grade of the press corps during Obama was just stronger. They were much better. Tapper was good back then. Jonathan Carl was good back then. Major Garrett was good back then. Uh, Ed Henry was good back then. Ed is not available now. Um, there were a few who were really, really good. Now it's there's there's no one left. And condemning the idea of people kind of deputizing themselves, is, or maybe the or, and does this White House believe that White that, that citizens should stop showing up the city, especially the ones they don't live in, to have guns to protect buildings? This White House believes our police should be fully funded. We should have more police rather than less. We shouldn't criticize our police because it is our police officers who are responsible uh, for taking to the streets and protecting us. And when they're called cancers by Congresswoman Ilhan Omar, when they're compared to uh, the KKK by a current sitting vice presidential candidate, um, it's appalling. It's despicable. We need to fund our police officers because they should be the ones out patrolling the streets yes Chanel. thank you kaylee uh, here kaylee all right great job does a great job kaylee is now master of the uh close out she snipes at the press and then walks off stage usually it's it's a personal shot and usually she's lecturing and hectoring the press for a little bit you can tell when she like grabs the six pound trapper keeper there and opens the right folder. It's like uh, press torching. It's so interesting to me uh, to see Democrats um, who once disparaged to who ignored the. I guess Democrat torching too. Violence. But I repeat myself. 
I should say, all of a sudden caring about it. But let's not forget um, what they said previously. Speaker Nancy Pelosi downplaying the violence rocking U.S. cities, ignorantly saying people will do what they do. Uh, Jerry Nadler, when asked about Antifa, he said that that was a myth that's being spread around Washington, D.C. It's not a myth. In fact, an Antifa individual took the life of an innocent Trump supporter in Portland. Um, you have Rep. Ayanna Presley saying that she wanted unrest in the streets. Chris Cuomo saying, show there me where it says protesters are supposed to be peaceful. I'll give you an idea, Chris, it's the Constitution. Don Lemon saying, quote, the rioting has to stop, Chris, as you know, and I know. It's showing up in the polls. It's showing up in the focus groups. It's the only thing right now that's sticking. So now, all of a sudden, 90 days later, I, from this podium, have talked about law and order. The president has talked about law and order repeatedly, but because the polling has shifted, um, now it's time for the Democrats to deny what they said previously and all of a sudden focus on law and order. Um, I'll leave you with this. That's like the arsonist blaming the firefighter. And then she walks out vicious, vicious. Sorry for that. I hit the wire again. I'm sorry. I'm getting this cold. And in the last 20 minutes, it's just like it's just attacked me. But I will get through this. I will be just fine. So you want to hear some um, great. I just happened to record a little bit of MSNBC today. I just dipped in and recorded some. If you think that the Trump hate wasn't pronounced beforehand uh and with the, oh, that montage we played that that was that that's the extent of it the joy reed show whatever it's called am joy man what a dark show that is when you have on the one hand the president um who's caging people he's claiming are violating laws even though they're seeking asylum is the president caging people or is this adding to the national anxiety and division who's encouraging br brutal treatment of black people by police officers when exactly did that happen when did he encourage brutal i don't know that that has happened but you know i, I no one's gonna push back so go right ahead even if they're not committing crimes uh w what's your reaction to the fact that you have the president violating the law and then brutally treating black and brown people who he deems law lawbreakers this should be a nice measured response i assume good uh, not that you teed anything up, uh, Joy. Look, uh, President Trump is a lawless person. We knew he was lawless before he got into office. We had very good indicators that he had sexually assaulted women. Huh? Uh, so many people around him have been have taken hits and gone to jail uh, because they committed crimes on his behalf. The president is a criminal. He has no respect for the rule of law. He understands this job as basically a money grab to support the Trump organization and his own individual pockets. And part of the challenge we have as a nation is that a significant swath of Americans still support Donald Trump. They support his vision of America, and that is rooted in racism. It is oh, rooted in a desire for power at the expense of everyone who is black and brown. And so what we have in this problem is a, is a, is a spiritual kind of tyranny of the worst impulses. Jesus Christ. Can you imagine? And the sunlight hurts my eyes. And something ah. without wanna love bears heavy on my mind. Everything's gonna be okay. Then I look at you. And the world's alright with me. Just one look at you. And I know it's gone. Shaking that off a little bit. That's fine. Talk about getting a fever. Two more hogs got the fever. What the hell is wrong with people? I don't get it. You know, Joe Biden could very well win this election. And if he wins this election, that night, I'm going to hug my kids. I'm no, just kidding. Um, I'll probably have a few beers. And, and then the next day, when I wake up and realize again, when it hits me again, that it's now the Biden-Harris presidency, in just a couple of months, they'll be in the White House. When the horrific 
realization hits me that next morning I'm going to absolutely be fine. It'll be okay. I'm not going to take it as the devil incarnate has ascended now to the White House. Oh, my God. And be a total freaking jerk for four years and just be a nasty, unrecognizable version of myself on social media and be terrible and, and, and run to the poster store and, and get yard signs to virtue signal. God, they've been terrible. Oh, yeah, and I'm going to go to restaurants and yell at everybody in the restaurants. People who dare to have a, uh, you know, a um, an old-fashioned uh, seated outside. No, 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 no. I'm yelling. White silence is violence. Exactly. And then if there's another coronavirus that, that, that rips through places, I'm going to, you know, if it kills people in blue states, you know what? They're getting what was coming to That's them. That's right. Yeah. And if, if the Trumpsters take to the streets and they're ruining everything, good. There needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there's unrest in our lives. Damn right. Damn right. And I'm going to be terrible about it. And I'm going to go and I'm going to, I'm certainly going to. They're going to loot. There's no doubt about that. Absolutely. Obviously, I'm just kidding. It's just fine. It's another president. And frankly, as a conservative, it's win-win. Trump wins. You get four more years in. That's deregulatory stuff. And and, um, and judges, certainly a Supreme Court pick, maybe more than one. Uh, A sound foreign policy. Tax cuts. Deregulation, I love that stuff. If Trump loses, then you got two years of the uh, down there. I think two years of uh, the Biden. And, sorry, my wife was looking for her shoes. My room is dark, and they were there. You get a lot of Shattuck family interruptions here, but you know what? It's all good, right? We may be talking to a little Shattuck in a in a, in a moment, actually. But it's, I, I will not have a psychological episode psychological psychotic episode whatever it is if joe biden wins i'll be fine and it's not because i'm an especially good person it's just because i'm not a child just think what bad sports the left has been for four years so you just lost the election it happens usually my guy loses but you've been terrible now for four years you've been disgusting on social media on tv the press has stopped doing what it's supposed to be doing you've been terrible Damn, I gotta get that song out of my head. People lose elections, okay? It could happen. But if you're uh, on the left here, if you should be getting ready. If you're a progressive, you should get ready. There's a chance that Biden's gonna lose. And I'm not taking it for another four years. I'm not taking. Both having to sit there and because you're oversensitive, having to take your barbs because if I dare fight back, you're going to crumble into pieces and cry. And I'm not allowed to do that because you're fragile. And and just for people being jerk, I'm done. I'm I'm done. It's, it's, It's enough. You've been terrible. Just be better. But get ready. There are signs that Trump is, things are improving for Trump right now. Joy Reid, who we just listened to, is a wonderful, wonderful, uh, lighthearted person, uh, talked to Bill Maher, and he sees some signs that has him worried. Apprentice producers who... That have him worried. Jeez, I'm sorry. The first thing this cold took was my ability to think and speak. How How do I dare play Joe Biden speaking and messing up as if I have any right to? But you know what? Double standard. Apprentice producers who put this thing together. It was a smoothly produced thing. The content wasn't thrilling, but the the messaging was very specific. If you voted for Donald Trump last time and you're a little feeling a little icky about it because of the racism and because of the, you know, saying neo-Nazis had good people. (laughs) No one can build a premise into a question like Joy Reid. (laughs) You feel a little icky about it because he's a racist and rapist and Quite frankly, he's Beelzebub. If you feel a little icky about that, 
among them and all that. Don't worry about it. Look at these four black guys. They like him. Look at these women. They think he's nice. Like it was literally just a permission slip saying you can do this again. And that I guess that's the question, right? Whether or not people will take the permission slip. White voters. Joy, is something you want to get off your chest, by the way? Is this really about asking Bill Maher questions or are you just uh, airing out your um, uh, cerebrum? Who voted for him last time who are weirded out now. Yeah, it was very effective. I, I saw that one gentleman, I think he was the attorney general. I I'm sorry, I can't remember his name, African-American gentleman. And he was he was pushing back on Joe Biden saying, you know, if you if you vote for Trump, you ain't black. And I don't think that is a good thing for Joe Biden to have said. You know, he said, I have my own mind. Now, I, I don't get what's that reasoning, but I don't get, I, you know, people do have their own minds. I, 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 I have never been a fan of conformity. I have never been a fan of we all wear pink on Wednesday. We all have to do this. We all have to say this. We all have to do this then. You know, I don't bend the knee. And I, and I get that, that, that people are pushing back on that kind of stuff. Um, so, look, like I was just saying, I, I, I feel very nervous. Yeah. The same way I did four years ago at this time. Right. And you should. I mean, who knows uh, what's going to happen? <laughs> but um, but with all this violence happening, it is a... I just have to text my, salad, my wife my salad. I have to text my wife to take some salad. Take some salad. This all of this violence looks terrible, and it looks like the streets are um, just a, a cesspool of criminality, and they are in too many cities. Too many cities have been destroyed. I mean, certainly Kenosha, Wisconsin, Sayonara, that Kenosha, Wisconsin, by the way, went to Trump for the first time in forty years last time around. It, he's going to be there this week, and what do you think it's going to do this time around? Trump's going to win Kenosha, Wisconsin. He's going to win Minnesota. He lost Minnesota by just a couple of points last time. Razor thin. He's going to win Minnesota. Now, this is all depending upon, of course, if he doesn't blow himself up, probably with Twitter. Or if there's another tape out there that we heard rumored last time that was uh, a bit off-color race-wise, um, you know, from The Apprentice. Uh, I mean, that could do it, too. Although maybe it, maybe, maybe it couldn't at this point. But it, at this point, it's suburban women. If he can get suburban women back... And give them permission, as Joy Reid said, to come back. And that's what he's trying to do. And that's what the entire RNC was about, was about bringing the uh, working class uneducated home and bringing suburban women, uh, giving suburban women a, a reason to think that it's okay to vote for him right now. And there should be enough reason right now. I mean, Biden's got his own problems. And first of all, he said he's... He said a bunch of stuff that really are, is not is not acceptable to say. It's it's just not, and some odd stuff too. But for him to say, poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. That's not cool. That sounds to people like not cool, and he's done a bunch of that stuff like that. Even when he was praising Obama in the in what twelve fourteen years ago, whatever, weird. I mean, you got the first sort of mainstream African American, yeah, who was articulate and bright and and, and clean and nice looking guy. I mean, it's that's a storybook. Yeah, the first man. I mean, some of this stuff, it's just no. You can't really say that stuff anymore. And he's also got the grabby stuff, the touchy-feely stuff, which is odd to people. And There are a lot of stories out there about Biden doing that, a lot of them. A lot of them have come to light. A lot of them have not come to light. But, I mean, I hear everybody, I hear, you know, people always saying that, that Biden loves policemen, and I think that that's true. But the problem is he also loves their wives. Uh, and 
There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff out there that hasn't been unearthed yet. But there's a lot of stuff that I'm sure the media already has, and that uh, th- that Trump Oppo research has. It's not quite. I don't think Me Too stuff, but it's stuff that would make women feel uneasy about him. Not that you really need that. I mean, he's got his own problems now, of course, with simply just operating on a day-to-day basis. If you agree with me, go to Joe 30330 and help me in this fight. Thank you very much. But that's, I mean, the fact that he's had, have the, had a cognitive decline like I'm having right now, I mean, that's a little piece. And the the um, politically incorrect stuff that he's always said, that can be problematic. You cannot go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. So for like, I'm not joking. And the hair and the, and the touchy-feely stuff, that's something else. And then, I mean, we're just back to issues. He's got inconsistencies, big ones on the issues. He's got a whole life full of bad decisions. He has not been a good senator. And he's been way too inconsistent. And his pandering game is ridiculous. With a clean energy strategy, that is a place for the energy workers right here in western Pennsylvania. I am not banning fracking. Let me say that again. I am not banning fracking. No matter how many times Donald Trump lies about me. Let me say that again. I am not banning fracking. That is a Trump lie and distortion. Do you understand that? I'll say it again. I'm not banning fracking. No more. No new fracking. We, we are, we are going to get rid of fossil fuels. Well, like what about, say, stopping fracking and stopping yeah. pipe? Would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in a Biden administration? No, it would be, we, would, we would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, we're going to end fossil fuel, and I am not going to cooperate. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. Ends. Number one. Three consecutive American presidents have enjoyed stints of explosive economic growth due to a boom in oil and natural gas production. As president, would you be willing to sacrifice some of that growth even knowing potentially that it could displace thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of blue-collar workers in the interest of transitioning to that greener economy? The answer is yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> no more, no new fracking. That's a problem. And I understand he's a politician. Politicians lie all the time. Although I haven't seen the lie count for him yet. Interesting. <clears throat> we know there's a bunch of Trump lie counts and fact-checkers and things. Where are all the fact-checkers? Where's little Daniel Dale from CNN? To fact check uh, Joe Biden on some of this stuff. Nope, none of that. But people hear that and people see that. <clears throat> People's communities and lives have been changed. Um, total reversals of for- fortune due to fracking. And for him to say that he's going to ban it and then say he's not going to ban it, well, what's he really going to do? And who's running the show? Is it going to be AOC if he wins? And the fact that he lied. People don't like that. So you can take that one off the table for him. People who think that Trump just lies too much, well, so does Biden. <clears throat> and I know that um, you know, you're not allowed to say that just so. What was that called? What was that called? God, I can't remember. What was it called when you're, yeah, butism, never butism, butism. I don't know, whatever. You know what I mean. I'm sorry. I don't have, I don't have the website number right now. You know the thing. <clears throat> what about ism? Right. So, but there's something there. The guy, we don't know who he is. We don't know how much is left of him. We don't know how much Kamala is going to play into this thing. We do know that she was raising money for the bail fund just a month ago, which has bailed a lot of these criminal punks out. Put them back in the streets, and up here in the Northeast, we've had some some sexual assaults due to it, and there's been murders. We know that some Biden people who work for the campaign actually bailed people in Minneapolis out. That's a problem because you've got complete chaos. Minneapolis is destroyed. That's a that's a former city. That's done. Bailing these people out, you know, they shot somebody. They shot a Trump supporter and killed him in Portland over the weekend. 
And when the leftist mobs, leftist mobs that are associated with the Democrats, now certainly with Black Lives Matter, I mean, these they're absolutely intertwined with Democrats. When they heard that the Trump supporter was killed. I'm paying attention. If y'all are not angry, you're not with me. Everybody wake up. Everybody needs to realize what's going on in these streets. Our community, our community can hold its own without the police. We can take out the trash on our own. I am not sad that a fascist died tonight. It was a uh, loving tribute to the dead man. Thank you. That's nice. There's somebody. That's a college-educated young white person. Congratulations, college. Whew. I don't know, man. I don't know what they're thinking. <clears throat> Biden's also been saying that that he would, in a second, put people shut down the country again. First of all, how how is he going to shut down? The, how, what does he get to decide? Is who are the federales who are going to make sure that happens? He wants to. A, uh, a a uh, mask law too, and the Democrats, if they win, win the Senate, there will be a mask law. Federal federal troops. Remember the mean caravan people who are in Portland kidnapping people. You better put your mask on if Biden wins, man, and the, and the senators win because they'll also get rid of the filibusters, which means that they can just gavel in anything they want. That will be life. That is not a good situation. We're already th- like, what are we doing now? That we since we found the CDC report that. Only 6% of COVID deaths were simply COVID, that everything else was comorbidities. So how deadly is this thing? You're dealing with 10,000 direct COVID deaths and the rest are just because of comorbidities? Then why aren't we in school? Why isn't everything returned to normal? What are we doing here? This destabilizes families. And Joe Biden, Trump is the guy, you know he doesn't even like wearing masks. I doubt he believes that masks do anything. You know that he wants to get up and running. He wants school, schools open, up and running. He wants businesses up and running. He wants that economy to go through the roof. You know he does. You can say whatever you want about him. Say he's vile and whatever else MSNBC thinks about him. That he's a you know a, a dark Sith Lord, whatever he is. But you know he wants that, that economy open in normalcy. And returning to normalcy is a huge and important thing. And it screws people up. Not being in school screws screws people up. Screws people up. Obviously, you know that we are in in our family here that because we can't trust. We need stability, so we can't trust that. Especially with our governor Charlie Baker, we can't trust that the schools, if they open, will remain open. And now in the schools where we are here in Massachusetts, and probably your school, you've got to be socially distanced in school. Little kids have to wear masks. Kids don't get the disease, of course, and the chances of anybody. Without comorbidity dying, as a teacher anyway, is is very low, extremely low. So it, there's no real health risk, but we're pretending there is for schools so that we can do this performative art. And meanwhile, it's screwing up kids. So we're homeschooling kids. We never were intended to be homeschoolers in our lives. But now we've I've got a daughter and a son both in school, and they are being homeschooled. And it's a different. It's going to be a different thing. And most of their friends are going to be back in school for those two days a week unless two days a week and then off one day and then they bleach the school and then off one day and we're going through all this performance art. But it affects people. And so it's all real. It's real to us, which is why I bring on my first guest, James Shattuck, who's going to be joining us right now. James, get right close to that microphone. How are you? Good. So tell me something, young man. You're going to be homeschooling this year? Yep. What stinks about it and what's good about it? What don't you like about it? Probably that I don't get to see my friends that much. And so you won't be able to do the stuff that you got to do with them last year in school? Yeah. What were some of those things you liked doing with them last year in school? Recess and um, once we got to work on a team on a word search and I did it with two of my friends. Which two friends? John and Grant. And that was fun, huh? Mm-hmm. So you're not going to be able to do that this year? Yep. You looking forward to having Mommy be your teacher or no? You can be honest. She won't hear this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably going to like it the first day, like with my chores, but the rest of the year, probably not as much. Yeah. She can be tough, too. We saw that today, right? Yep. We don't want that to happen to us, right? Yep. 
<laughs> that has to do with a rooster if you're listening at home. All right, James. Shattuck, anything else you want to say to the folks before you go? School sucks. James. <laughs> yeah, I think you're in trouble for that. I'm not sure. Did I let you say that? I mean, I tend to agree with you, actually, to be quite honest. But uh, but I don't know. You won't get in trouble, James. As far as I'm concerned, nobody. <laughs> All right. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much. Follow me. I'm on Instagram at uh, Calvin Caspi, whatever that is. And I am on Twitter at Tom Shattuck. You can email me at winchester at gmail.com. And uh, please do leave a, a uh, thing. You know what I think. You know the thing. Jeez, I'm sorry my mind was destroyed today. But you've been great as usual. Thank you so much, everybody. Say la vie. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.